0: Hello and welcome to Ascent's podcast exploring standards. My name is Jess and in this podcast I will be talking to the experts in the consultancy industry. At Ascent we pride ourselves on championing international standards and in each episode of this podcast I will be talking to expert consultants discussing standards, ISOs, consultancy and everything in between to bring you industry knowledge and updates. I am here today with Dr. Susanna Waywell, an ISO 9001 lead consultant and auditor who specializes in identifying sources of value through data and behavioral analysis and ensures that it is mapped to strategic growth initiatives. So, how are you, Susanna? I'm very well, thank you. How are you this morning? I'm very good, thank you. So today uh, we are discussing managing supply chain risks with standards. So my first question is, why is it important to audit your supply chain?
1: There are a number of reasons why it's good to audit your supply chain. And I'd say probably one of the first one of those is a simple check on processes. An audit is often treated as something scary, But really, the purpose of an audit is to make sure that you're doing what you think you should be doing to achieve your business goals. And what comes from that check on processes is often a control on costs, and costs in the current environment are obviously very important. From there, you can find when you've checked your processes that it's also quite a good opportunity to have a bit of a catalyst for change. You can discover that things in the external environment have changed. So you need to change what you're doing in your supply chain as well. And there are another couple of things which are also becoming increasingly important for businesses in their supply chain these days. Sustainability is very much on the agenda. And so a good check of your supply chain and a good audit can really help to identify opportunities for driving sustainability. And also for managing any risks that might pop out of your supply chain, because there's a chance that there could be something upstream or downstream, of which you're not fully aware. Wonderful. Thank you
0: very much. Um, So my next question is, what risks might exist in the supply chain?
1: Again, there are a number of possible risks. It depends very much on the nature of what your supply chain does and is. I think a lot of people think about supply chain as, as an extended movement of products more so than services, so it's probably easier to give examples from there. But I would say some of the main risks are likely to be external disruptions. And unavoidably, the pandemic raised a lot of questions about external disruptions in supply chains, and there were some notable examples of organisations unaware of how their external supply chains really functioned. So what we talk about with these external disruptions really are what are known as environmental risks. And if you can imagine that word environmental has two meanings. The first of those is a collective term to talk about the wider macroeconomic environment. But there's also what we would think of as the environment in terms of sustainability and, I suppose, green initiatives, for, for want of a better word. So very briefly, some of the environmental things in the macro and sense include the economy, what politicians are doing. We'll skate over that in the current environment. <laughs> Social, technological, legal and environmental. A lot of people will be familiar with that acronym spelling out PESTLE. It can also be rearranged to incorporate those conditions in another order it depends very much on what your supply chain is looking for uh, so that really if you can do a, a, a top line overview of the risks in your supply chain look at some of those factors and from there you're likely to find things that pop out such as specifics if you've got an extended supply chain with maritime and um, piracy as an extreme example port fires are things that might occur you may lose all of your your products and services in that in that way And you can also look at supply chain risks closer to home. The rising cost of fuel, can can you afford to run an extended supply chain that's not as efficient as possible, which then comes back to your check on processes. Are you running your supply chain efficiently? A check, an audit will reveal that.
0: Fantastic. I mean, you've just covered so much there in such a short time, which I think Ben really shows that risks really do just kind of come from everywhere, don't they? Um, Very much. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you. need help implementing a standard or maintaining a management system, Ascent Risk Management can support you throughout any stage of your project. The expert team delivers impartial consultancy and auditing services across multiple disciplines including information security, cyber security, environmental sustainability, health and safety, quality management and business improvement. More than just box ticking, their team works in collaboration with yours to build a bespoke management systems that return real business benefits. Find Ascent online at www.ascent1, which is A-S-S-E-N-T-1.com. So how do we develop an
1: audit program? Again, it depends. I feel like I'm answering all your questions this way, but it it does really much depend on the risks you think you've identified in your supply chain, which come follow on from the the previous question. So I would say you need to think about risks in the, the broadest sense, and that circles back to depending on how your supply chain functions is it an extremely extended one it runs halfway around the world or is it you're simply moving from one part of one country to another so having identified what you think your risks are you then design your audit program around identifying those risks and making sure that you're keeping on top of the risks that are most pressing to your supply chain given the nature of your operations and One of the things that comes out of this in your audit program is an opportunity to create visibility of these risks. As you'll be familiar with, there are a number of standards which can help you with this. And three of the most relevant ones are probably 9001, 14001, and 27001, but for different reasons. So 9001 is about process control, as you'll be aware, and that comes back to checking your processes, making sure that you're on top of the risks that you've identified, which is the a key part of 9001. And then we think about things like information flows, which are for service driven supply chains, very important. Although again, supply chains are typically thought of as a physical sense. There are also service supply chains, which are intangible. And information flows are a critical component of 27001, which is the information security standard, which is very important in this day and age. And then Also, it's worth thinking about the standard 14001, which is concerned with environmental management, and an aspect of that looks at the way that you would plan for identifying any risks in your supply chain and recovering from them. Now, it does overlap a little bit with other standards about business continuity, but there is a piece in there that is specific to environmental management, which should also be part of your programme. And again, we can see that all these standards are linked together because we're coming back to your double meaning of the word environmental when you're looking at your risks
0: yeah i know you said at the beginning that or at the beginning of this question you know everything depends depends on your business depends on your organization depends what you're doing but then that just sort of really shows the flexibility of these um standards especially you know 9001 14001 so how does iso
1: certification support supply chain assurance It comes back to these points we've already discussed really about making sure that you are continually reviewing your processes. ISO certification is not a static document, it's meant to be a live document about the way that you manage your business and you think about managing quality and control within your business. In a way which gives you assurance that your business will go on to survive and thrive into the future so certification is a continual review of your business processes which makes sure that you're on top of what's happening internally and externally and we come back to that point that i made right at the beginning an audit is not supposed to be a scary process it is supposed to be a value-adding exercise to make sure that you're doing what you think you ought to be doing as efficiently and effectively as you possibly can And in this day and age, that is one of the most effective ways to make sure that you're keeping on top of your cash flow. Now, any business will know that cash is king. So even if you think that you're spending time and resources to conduct an audit, in the long run, you should make sure that the audit effectively pays for itself in good business management and a focus on delivering quality, which will differentiate your business and ensure that you continue to attract and retain customers. Fantastic. I feel like you've just summed that up.
0: brilliantly so thank you thank you very much and thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me today it has been wonderful and i hope you have a lovely day and you thanks very much thank you for listening to today's podcast check out the show description for links for more information on all topics discussed in the episode if you enjoyed listening please make sure you subscribe to our podcast and make sure to leave us a review If you need any help with implementing an ISO standard or have any questions, please reach out to Ascent Risk Management to talk to one of our expert consultants today. We can be found at www.ascent1.com. We're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All links can also be found in the show description. This podcast was produced by Jessica Ingalls and is a Clemark Studios production.